Hello and welcome to A Plus News. This is Richard, your reporter or host, whatever you want to call me. Um, but uh, thank you and uh, for being here and listening to um, the things that we're going to be talking about today. And of course, the essential news is uh, we're going to let artificial intelligence tell us about some world news and might get into some weather and uh, that's going to be exciting. I know here I'm broadcasting from Utah, which is in the U.S., kind of in the middle of the country and we're going to have a heat wave coming next week, which will bring the temperatures up to 90, 100 and uh, or so, so I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> um, no, I actually do like going outside and riding my bike. I just have to uh, be careful I don't get dehydrated, of course. So um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about something that might be new to you. Um, some of you may already know all about what I'm going to be talking about. Um, it's entrepreneurship. That's even harder to, to, uh, to say. But E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. Yeah. Um, now, I started to learn about entrepreneurship uh, about 10 years ago, and I was um, had been working for uh, oh, this Medicare agency, uh, making sales calls out to, and, oh, and enrolling uh, 65 and older individuals into, know, you know, a, a program, and uh, that was pretty hard, and the reason why it was hard was because of the, um, and so many of you are familiar with this, you might be working in environments that uh, I call abusive, but they give you like two minutes to be, you can only be two minutes late, or you can have exactly 30 minute lunches, which didn't really give you time to go outside. There's a beautiful pond outside, or... Um, you know, two minutes late, you get docked, and then at the, see, after three, four months, you get this score, and it also, uh, they also monitored us as far as what we were saying and how we were saying, saying it to our customers, um, and so at the end of three months, we'd get this score, and the higher it was, the better off we were in getting the schedule we wanted. Now, many people uh, were in school, so uh, they wanted a little later schedule. By myself, I, you know, preferred the eight to five. And sometimes, you know, I, I didn't get it. So I think the latest schedule I had was 10 or, oh, I had an early one too. It was like 6.30 and, so it was pretty crazy, and um, 
after two years, and this is a true story, uh, I had two friends. One was really pretty close, and he he lived alone, and and uh, he had been uh, struggling a little bit with the work, but the, but but then I mean he was like getting all these awards for good scores. And I come in one day with, uh, I ask uh, where he was because he'd been gone for a while and they told me that he had committed suicide. And the same thing happened to a individual that I partially knew, but he really knew his stuff. So I'd be going to him for answers and same thing. Um, living alone uh, in the city, you know, committed suicide. Um, I thought that kind of thing only happened in Japan, which I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I haven't looked at the recent statistics, but it's basically a result of overwork. I mean, the, now, J Japanese, I think what they're, their problem is also they work from eight in the morning to eight at night or more because um, the pride. So I decided I'd try out something new and become an entrepreneur. And so what I did was uh, I started looking around the computer and, you know, poor, how do you do a, how do you start a little business here and there? And, at the time, the best thing I could think of was becoming a dropshipper. Now, dropshippers, if you've ever heard of that, you know, they require a computer. And then you just get an account on eBay. And actually, there are organizations out there that um, you can join for like $20 a month. And they are dropshipping drop organizations. And what they will do is they'll sign you up and you know with the eBay and and then they'll help you to sell your stuff they'll give you um, pictures of the things that you know and, and how to how to produce ads on eBay most of the some of the stuff you buy on eBay and also on uh, Amazon are actually uh, from dropshippers. Now, you, Amazon, you'll be buying things directly, more or less, from the warehouse. But you could still be a dropshipper for Amazon. It's a, it, they charge more if you're to be a dropshipper. And, and I think eBay was the least expensive depending on you know and you'd have to add on sales tax and what your goal was was to number one build a store and you could create any kind of store you wanted i at the time was into survival gear you know and i thought that was a great idea it would sell great i'd be able to find a lot of things and uh, so i got a name for it put it on the on ebay and started advertising and getting products on there from now this is this is the trick is you get your products from the lowest uh at the lowest price 
And when you start out, you go to Amazon and you uh, find things and you find the cheapest price on Amazon and you bring that, um, that in, say it was a OS camping stove for $10 and you bring that into your store site more or less and then it would um, uh, hopefully your price you know you, you add $5 sometimes depending on what it was especially furniture you, th th those guys were making lots of money and uh, I mean $10 was pretty good overhead you'd have to pay the taxes sometimes and uh, with this company you'd pay they would ship it out for you, but, um, you know, so that was a good thing. So I didn't have to worry about the shipping, but it was all organized. And like I said, it was, I didn't start it. I, I had help. It was like, uh, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was, um, here, let me see. Let me look it up on my computer because it was fun. Because I was working on my own. Let's see. I'll just put in drop shipping. Out. Um. I use this. Oh, there it is. Okay, AliExpress. If you've heard of that, that comes from. That's in China. That was one of the ones that uh, President Trump didn't like. Okay, so, okay, Shopify, you, you can join that, and they help you, well, it looks like they've got a 14 free trial, 14-day free trial, and they tell you how to start it, uh, find your products, things like that. Um, there's another one, it's called, I didn't know they did this, but it's, www.fiver, F-I-V, V is in Victor, E-R-R. So I, I would definitely recommend going with someone like that, like Shopify. It, it's all over the, it's all over my page here that I Googled. Um, you can buy a book on dropshipping. Um, you can ask questions to the, they have guys there at Shopify that were willing to answer your question. Um, you know, just just good experience. But I had the wrong product. Product. Uh, I was selling the wrong products, I, I, and I was thinking, okay, I'm living here in Utah, and there's this uh, big fault. It's called the Wasatch Fault, and they kept, you know, like every three months they'd kept telling everybody well it's past due it should be uh we're going to be having a giant earthquake you know 10.0 and then we have this yellowstone national park which is actually uh, has a lake which is a what they call a mega mega volcano or earth changing event if it ever blew so I mean, it was that big. So I thought, well, people are thinking about it, maybe. Well, I mean, that was, I was assuming that. And 
just to make the story short, I, I didn't have the cells I really wanted. Um, I also went on to Facebook and advertised my dropshipping business. And you can go on what they call social media if you're not familiar with it. And social media includes like Twitter, LinkedIn, um, of course, Facebook, and Instagram. And so if you could get all of your all your advertising on, on each of these um, uh, social sites on a daily basis or more uh, or more frequent. It, it really depended on the frequency. You, you wanted to at least uh, put your advertisement on at least at the minimum one time a day. So um, that was one. And I, I'll just tell you during this period of time, I went to the library and I started looking around for books and there's this guy, you may have heard of him before. It's Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, Vaynerchuk, Gary. So I'll put his name on in the description here. And uh, he is the king of, or knows the most about this entrepreneurship. Um, he landed with his family here in New York uh, when he was little. He worked with his dad, and his dad made him work in the wine shop, which he had. And so they sold wine, and he was a stock boy until he got older, and he decided that he would sell wine online because that was when the Internet was just starting up. And um, he's he's uh, has a show on Facebook, and he um, okay. So I'm gonna put the name of this book on the. I think this is probably the best book he's had. He's got some new ones, but this is called Ask Gary V. So I'll I'll put all that uh, his name and. Uh, he, he also, when did I last see him on TV? So like, no, on, on, I was seeing him a lot a, a couple of years ago, and he was doing garage sales. Or he, I mean, he was shopping uh, in the garage sales in the morning, Saturday morning. He was, he, he was buying stuff, low price, um, you know, very practical things. And then... Uh, Boy, garage sales. He was he was demonstrating how low some of these people go because they just want to get rid of it. You know, a bicycle for ten dollars. Um, of course that would be a larger item. Um, but bookends, you, you name it, anything you think you've seen in a garage sale. Um, you know, you find a city, a town that has good ones, and and that's what you do all morning. And then you come back home and you put them on the internet and you sell them on your site. Now, uh, that's basically what I do. I know he had a store, but I don't know what the name of it was. Uh, there are others who had chosen uh, better stores than I did. Mine 
like I said, fizzled, kind of fizzled, uh, uh, which was um, a survival item. So, I, you know, I'd have camping stoves, uh, blankets, sleeping bags, kind of stuff you need for um, emergency. But I didn't have food. And that was probably my drawback because uh, the food wasn't really at that time uh, out. But it, it was out, but it was very expensive. And people, it was just expensive to ship. So, um, so I will, let me just get a drink of water and I'll be right back. Okay, and welcome all A-plus listeners. I'm, I'm back. This is a recording, so... I don't think uh, there's much of a break in, in the recording here. I'm, I'm using Anchor radio app, by the way. It's a podcast app designed specifically to make things easy when you make a podcast. So uh, I love it. Um, so the next thing I did was I um, went from this, doing the store on eBay and decided to go with there's there's businesses out there that where you can join and work on your own uh, one of those is uh oh um had to do with uh uh why can't i remember it that had to be boy i'm gonna give it a nice uh advertisement here now okay let's see law insurance or Law insurance. I worked with it long enough. Okay. Um, Legal Shield. I'll write that down. Legal Shield, you can work as an independent um, and you can work at your leisure. And I think it costs $25. You have to buy a, one of their plans and you have to go through some training, you know. But it's it's prepaid legal plans is what you're selling, and uh, it's a pretty easy sell depending on where you live, and they also give you a lot of back support, back office support. In other words, they keep track of your cells and and things like that. So you you, you could go. This is another way to go. I'm just saying. Uh, to be able to work on your own. And you could do that today. Um, I'm not sure. I think legal issues are always needed. And and so I, I even tried out the product and it, it saved me a lot of money. Because going to a lawyer, I think you have to put down, it's probably gone up, but it was like $1,000 you have to pay him a thousand dollars first, so that wasn't very fun. Uh, lawyers are interesting. They, they, it's the only business where they can charge you and you not know it. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever been divorced or anything like that, you know they can, they can, you know, yeah. I spent five minutes on the phone call, and that's. I charged you fifty dollars, <laughs> so it's kind of funny. 
Okay, so the next one you'll probably recognize is called AFLAC. A-F-L-A-C. Once again, I'll put all these names on. That, you can be an independent uh, um, contractor. You can they train you. The hardest thing for you will be to get your insurance license. And they give you all the study materials that you need. You go take pass take license, pass it, and then you're officially an AFLAC insurance agent. And then you sell additional, what well, AFLAC's additional insurance. And I think it's all over, it's in a lot of countries. I'm not sure. Um, it's, it's not always an easy sell. But, um, and the reason why it might be hard today is because of COVID. And COVID is, uh, well, you, you could, you, 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 you could uh, depending on your wording to the customer, you could say, um, this would cover you for if you had COVID and you had it, it would cover your rehabilitation. I mean, they actually covered mileage um, to and from the doctor and the physical therapist and additional things like that. Um, so it's, it, that's kind of why it was. It was a head on a church. You can email, I mean, look it up, Google it, and see what you think. And then the next thing I did was I, I was, I love writing, of course. And so I went in and uh, created my own writing uh, agency or business. And it was worldwide. And so I found someone that was actually in uh, India. And uh, as, uh, she was going to be my assistant. And she, she's, she was very good. And I think she had a business degree or was working on one. So, you know, we would uh, have meetings every day. And then we would start. We, we actually organized the business, which you have to do. And, okay, so I'm just reaching back and grabbing this other book for you. Um, this is called the business model generation, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow. Um, it's a handbook for building a business. So you don't just go out and say, hey, I'm going to build a business. I'm going to make my own business selling candles, or I'm going to do scents or crystals or make bracelets. Uh, I mean, all of these are... Um, especially all of you women at home, um, if you sew, I mean, make kids things, but kids will be at home a lot, um, you know, if they're taught at home, uh, what, what, ask yourself, what can you do, what would they, some of the things they, maybe the parents would need, or the child, um, it's, uh, you just brainstorm, just brainstorm, make a list and brainstorm. So this is, uh, and I, I'm sure you'll find something, but you, you have to be the inter entrepreneurial type or personality. If you've worked in 
eight to five jobs all the time. It, it, it may be just a little bit hard to get started, but, but it's you, you'll find that you enjoy it right off the bat. Okay, so um, the, the, these are just ways to make money during the coronavirus. Uh, if you're in the U.S., uh, all the extra benefits are being cut back, and um, depending on what benefits you're, you're getting. Uh, I think if you were unemployed before the virus, they're cutting that one back, and the states have to volunteer to put in more money into that program. They can refuse if they want. Um, I think the government, the U.S. government's been pretty, um, how do I say, uh, generous for people who, businesses to have to um, tell their employees to go home during this coronavirus. Uh, yeah, I think um, um, everybody's had to make financial adjustments. Um, because of the virus. Now, if you go along with my theory, which happens to be, this is act the the, the coronavirus is acting as a um, oh, I forget think of the word right now, but uh, it, it it's the um, thing that uh, is going to or has uh, caused us or a lot of people to change their lifestyles. And I think, uh, well, I predict there, there are going to be permanent changes as a result of the, this virus. This virus has now been determined to be more, worse than the 1918 black, uh, yeah, the 1918 plague. That's pretty bad, and we're still not that far into it. And so this virus does keep changing. It keeps, uh, it's like any other germ or anything. I mean, that's normal. normal. It, it, it uh, changes uh, its genetics a little bit, and um, so it's, uh, it, I remember when it went airborne, or they found it went airborne. And they're always finding out new things, like if airborne particles can stay in the air for about 24 hours or 8 to 24 hours from a sneeze or someone coughing that has the virus, um, you know. And uh, we're all wearing masks. Uh, not a big thing for a lot of people right now, but. That's um, um, and an interesting report came out today that if a vaccine came out, only one third of the people that were uh, questioned in the survey in the U.S. would would take the vaccine. One third. Well, I don't know if I could blame them. Um, 
I haven't come to, I haven't thought about it myself, uh, being that it's a, something new, and I think I'd have to wait and find out if, uh, you know, how it does. I know they go through a lot of trials and treatments here in the United States, but I guess if I did get the coronavirus, I'd probably give, they'd give it to me anyway. And I'm not sure if it's something that's going to prevent it. So that's the other thing. Um, so um, I probably don't know what I'm talk, talking about now. Yes, yeah, so we went to the back to the virus, and the fact is, it'll change society for a long time. So when you ever think of a when you when, when you're thinking of your future or business and things like that, if you're out of work and they and they haven't called you back and you're a waitress or whatever, um, think of going in business for yourself. That's uh, just something to consider. I happen to be, uh, from the start, uh, kind of a creative person. So I, I ended up, like, after my divorce, you know, I, I was a professional artist for a couple of years, and I got that talent from my mother because she was an artist and so I did art shows and I made a little bit of money and then I decided to make bracelets which was really easy and cheap because you go to the bead shop and you just let your mind go and you know wow you could make necklaces rings out of you can use all kinds of like um different color of metals you're going to use um wood beads with um leather leather strands um you name it i mean it's the problem would be getting it on the computer not really a problem but you'd have to maybe have someone uh, create a site for you now, I created my own site for free, and I'm going to give them an advertisement here. Uh, Wix, W-I-X. And I tried all the others, but Wix is the easiest and best place to make a website, your own website. And uh, I'll put that in on the notes, too, for today. So, um, yeah. We'll, we'll do that. Okay, so let's, uh, time for AI, this is our AI news, artificial intelligence. For those who are new, this is a Google product, and they have um, made a little disk here that is just plugged in. That's all. It's not plugged into my computer or anything. Um, all of it's... Uh, um, all it needs is the, what's inside of this little thing. That's it's beeping right now. So I have to say certain words for it to uh, to work right now. They're probably improving that. But I'll give you an example because I'm going to ask Google to give us the world news. And then it will very clearly give us back the results okay here we go hey google 
What is the world news today? Here's the latest world news. DW News Brief at 1 p.m. today. This is DW News. These are our top stories. Tens of thousands of people have joined fresh demonstrations in Minsk against Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko. They're angry about a brutal police crackdown on peaceful protesters following disputed election results. Demonstrators have been joined by factory workers once considered loyal to the president. Authorities sought to ease tensions by freeing more than 2,000 people who were jailed after previous demonstrations. France has reported more than 2,500 new infections for the third day in a row. Paris and the port city of Marseille have been declared high-risk zones as the country reacts to this spike in new cases. British holidaymakers have had to hurry home to avoid quarantine restrictions on travellers from France, which come into effect early on Saturday. And Democratic presidential hopeful Joe Biden and vice presidential contender Kamala Harris have signed the documents necessary to certify their nominations. Biden selected Harris as his running mate earlier this week. She's the first black vice presidential nominee in U.S. history. I'm signing. This is DW News from Berlin. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DW News or visit the website DW.com. From Euronews Voice, Global News at 11.08 p.m. last Sunday. From BBC Minute at 1.57 p.m. today. Coronavirus updates and more. Freddie and James with BBC Minute. France has reported its highest number of new cases since lockdown was eased. The cities of Paris and Marseille have been declared red zones. Neighbouring Spain has seen infection rates bounce back as well. South Africa's police minister claims that crime there dropped by up to 40% during the country's first three months of coronavirus lockdown, including reports of sexual assault. The long-standing leader of Belarus has accused people abroad of masterminding protests against his disputed election victory. These have been violently suppressed. Two heavyweight men's European football teams are meeting in the Champions League last eight. Barcelona playing Bayern Munich. There were two goals in the first ten minutes. Our overnight team will bring you the results. And we've just caught up with the story of a man in India who spent his lockdown handwriting the entire Catholic Bible. The 28-year-old said it was his way of passing the time. He spent up to 11 hours a day doing it. 1959G. BBC Minute. From BBC News Summary at 2.06 p.m. today. Hello, I'm Justine Green with the BBC News. The president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, has accused people abroad of masterminding the protests against his disputed election victory. At a meeting of his security cabinet, he warned Belarusians not to go onto the street, claiming they were being used as cannon fodder. Mr Lukashenko appealed for calm, suggesting he wouldn't wait until the situation got out of control. Thousands of protesters in Minsk and elsewhere have been demonstrating against his long rule. The BBC's Abdul Jalil Abdurasulov is in Minsk. Following the violence that took place across Belarus, most protests are now taking place during the daytime. Here in the capital Minsk, People came out to the streets and now are standing in line 
to raise their voices against the violence that authorities are using to disperse the crowds. We can see men and women and even small children are here. Volunteers are distributing food and the drivers that are passing by, they are honking their car horns in support. European Union foreign ministers have moved a step closer to imposing sanctions on Belarus. They are reported to have agreed to draw up a list of Belarusians to be targeted. Poland's foreign minister has said most of his EU counterparts supported using sanctions against individuals involved in organising Belarus's disputed election. The Hezbollah leader Hassan Nasrallah says if it turns out Israel was behind last week's devastating explosion in Beirut, then it would pay a heavy price. Many Lebanese activists have accused Hezbollah itself of bearing at least some responsibility for the disaster. Here's Sebastian Usher. In his second speech since the explosion in Beirut, Hassan Nasrallah said that Hezbollah would wait for the result of the investigation. But he said there are only two options, either it was an accident or sabotage, which might turn out to involve Israel. He said the fact that the US was sending an FBI team to join the probe would ensure, however, that Israel would be absolved of blame. The Hezbollah leader went on to accuse unnamed political forces in Lebanon of trying to stoke a civil war to serve the interests of foreign powers. Spain is tightening coronavirus restrictions nationwide, closing all bars and nightclubs and banning smoking outdoors. It's amid fears about a rise in new infections. Here's Danny Eberhard. Daily infections in Spain are running at about 3,000. The government could not simply impose restrictions nationwide as the state of emergency has expired. But it's an indication of the fear of a second wave that all regions signed up to the measures the first such agreement in Spain's modern democracy. Nightlife will be severely curtailed, with clubs and bars closed, and restaurants having to close by 1am. You're listening to the latest vlog. Whoops. I dropped it. That was the end. I'm sorry. That was the end. I dropped it, the little disc. Okay, so tell me. Uh, put my email up here also. Um... Give me some feedback if you do like that news that's quick and uh, it touches upon the the top news articles from around the world. So, yeah, let me know. Um, and uh, we can adjust things uh, for you. Or uh, That's what I do. That's what I like, you know, it's to um, do what... Uh, you'd like uh, add things talk about things subjects that you'd like to have talked about from health to money um physics well quantum physics to artificial intelligence so those are some of the things i've written about i'm writing currently finishing up a book on the coronavirus which is very very interesting one of the things i enjoy and also uh, uh so 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 tomorrow we'll be talking about how to organize business and and like i mentioned is it's not as easy to if unless it's organized and that's easy so anyway thank you very much for listening today friday and this has been A-plus news, and this is Richard. Thank you, and have the rest of a great day.